Hello, everyone. Welcome to All Entertainment with Justin. Today, I have Michael Campion on to uh, talk about his acting in Fuller House. Uh, so, Michael, welcome. Hi. Good to be here. So you're a very talented actor in the States, and you were known for Jackson Fuller on Fuller House, and you were loved by millions of fans of Fuller House and Full House. So what made you pursue uh, acting as a career? Well, when I was five years old, um, actually, actually before that, when I was three years old, I did a, my mother put me in a Halloween costume competition. I was uh, dressed up as Elvis, and apparently I was super extroverted as a kid. And then my mom was like, wow, uh, looks like he's really extroverted. And then I, by just happenstance, did a um, Christmas card photo shoot with my sister so we could send it out to her friends and family. And the photographer, who was one of my mother's good friends, was like, wow, he's very extroverted. He likes his photos being taken. I was five years old. Um, she was like, can I send this off to one of my friends at a modeling agency? So from there, I booked with the modeling agency, and then they were like, he should do theater. Uh, he seems to be really into it, and he needs some credits. And so um, I started doing theater, and I my first role was as an uh, Oompa Loompa. And um, it was the only thing I, I, I was – I knew how to do like I tried other stuff. I tried, you know, sports. I tried um, drawing it all. I was never good at any of it. Um, but that that was my passion, even from a very early age. I don't know. Honestly, I just stumbled into it. It wasn't something that I, you know, went, wow, I'm going to act. It just it just happened, really. OK. And so was was theater, were you before you got into Fuller House, was theater were you always in the theater or did you do other acting like in other TV series, movies or, or commercials before you got into Fuller House? Yeah. So after I did um, a lot of time in musical theater from like five to 11, um, I during that time, I was also doing commercials and I booked my first feature film when I was nine. Uh, I was called. Uh, Robo Dog, and it was um, a small movie. It was like a straight to DVD uh, um, movie, but it was still a movie. I mean, it was crazy. And then uh, I got another movie called um, The Christmas Trade. So I had two movies under my belt, a bunch of short films, um, a lot of commercials. And then right after that, that summer when I did that movie, I turned uh, 13 and got uh, Fuller House. So, so when Fuller House came about, uh, what was your reaction to getting uh, casted on Fuller House onto this amazing franchise? Full House was on for eight years, and then Fuller House came. What was your reaction to getting casted on that and playing Jackson Fuller? And what was your experience like playing Jackson? Yeah, dude, it was – I mean, I, I've, I've told this story a lot, but the when I got the role, um, two things. I'll tell you something interesting. I actually was not the original – Jackson, oh, wow. there, there was another kid who booked the role uh, before me, and um, I'll go back a little bit. Essentially, in a nutshell, they had sent me an audition, my, my agency. It just said, untitled sitcom, and I was like, okay. They were hiding the name. I didn't know why. Did the audition. I was playing a role of, of JD, 
which was a very fun take on DJ backwards. All right. Yeah. I didn't know that at the time. And then I got a, I, I got a call back and then I got another call back and then they told me that it was Fuller House, like the sequel to Full House. And I freaked out even just knowing that I was auditioning for that. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. I loved Full House when I was watching it on Nick at Night. You know, I watched like Fresh Prince Bel-Air and um, all those other shows were on at the same time and then i did another uh call back and they really liked me but for some reason i they, they they gave it to another kid i don't i don't know what it was it was some it was some technical error that i couldn't go out to california and the other kid could so he got the job whatever it was i forget the technicalities of it exactly but they gave him the role and i was like ah what are you gonna do all right that's fine and then um there I was at my acting studio doing another self tape for another project that had nothing to do with this and my mother in the waiting room gets an email that says hey the other kids didn't work out we want Michael to uh, audition again and in that moment I she came I I came rushing in we got a change of clothes we came back to the studio where I was already doing a a, a self tape with my acting coach we put that on tape and an hour later I was flown out to, uh, not I mean not an hour later I was flown out an hour later I I sent I sent the tape I was flown out the the next morning I went to Warner Brothers Studios at like 7 a.m. Uh, they weren't even open it was just me and my mom sitting in the in the uh, waiting room. And then I go in for my final audition, and they told me right there on the spot that I got the job uh, of Jackson. And it was this very profound, life-changing moment because everything from that little moment onwards, the whole trajectory of my life changed. I mean just completely. Uh, you know, I was now a child actor that was on a big show and a successful show, and I was really um, – I wasn't overwhelmed. It was just a, it was just a lot all at once. It was uh you know, got my hair cut really short. I had to be I had to now live out in California. Um, I didn't have any friends out there. I was still in school, so I had to start juggling all a lot. But it it was I, I remember it being a lot, but it wasn't too much to handle. It was just it, it was just like going on a roller coaster, like a like a six hundred mile an hour roller coaster all the way around. Um, so I was I was incredibly happy. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know what to do with a lot of it. I mean, especially all the attention that I was getting. I was like, whoa, people people know who I am now across the world. That I still feel that to be honest with you. Anyway, it was a very long winded answer to say uh, it was amazing and I loved every second of it and I'm still very grateful. Yeah. yeah, and, and uh, Jackson Jackson was my favorite was my favorite character on Fuller House and even Full House. I go back, I I, I watch I love both and uh, and Jackson had some of the best lines throughout Fuller House. So Dude, I, I have to great. say your character was amazing, and I'm a huge fan of you and your acting. So um, that really means a lot to me. Thank you. So for so you're on Fuller House, you're sort of like the new kid on the block in terms of the show, you know, compared to. Uh, Candice, Jody, Andrea, Bob, John, Dave. So what was it like working with the legacy cast of Full House, the original cast of Full House on Fuller House? And and, and working yeah. with your with the new uh with the other new actors such as Elias, Sonny and and uh and some of the other people that you work with. Yeah. Um it it was really I mean uh, in a nutshell, 
couldn't ask for anything better because it was it was so crazy that we all gelled so well as a cast. Like genuinely, we on, on other sets, uh, you you hear um, you hear these things like the, all this drama and all this weird stuff that's going on. I don't think we had that even in the slightest. We um, there were moments where we didn't get along, which was you know inevitable to happen over you know uh, six years um, of of full and fuller house stuff. Uh, so I mean, I feel like I, I was family with all of them, even the legacy cast. And by the way, so shocked and sad when Bob passed. I mean, that was that was terrible. Agreed. But that. It was yeah. sad for all the fans as well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, that that was just a testament to how bonded we really were because it was um, it was impactful for all of us. And I know that, of course, if you're on a show that isn't as memorable as Full House or Fuller House, the the emotional outpour and outcry was just a like I said, a testament to how strong we were all bonded and how much everyone loved the show and how well we all gelled together and and how much of a family we are i mean bonded like seriously like really bonded and that's that is a phenomenon uh it's 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 uncommon for that to happen in a um traditional uh sitcom setting or a even a show so really tight yeah well, that's amazing. And I mean, you guys have such a great crew too. It's such a great writing team and producers and creators like Jeff Franklin. He's a very successful writer. So you guys had like the best writing team in, in comedy that was, uh, you know, writing scripts for you guys. So uh, I, so I could see why you just, you guys just gelled and all that. You guys had an amazing, just, yeah, you guys were, had an amazing crew all around and uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, even the crew. We had a lot of uh, uh, camaraderie with, and I still talk to them. I mean, it's yeah, like a family. Seriously. Now, uh, for for Fuller House, uh, it's it was on for five seasons, and and fans were very disappointed when it got canceled after season five. So, where do you think Jackson is right now in this day and age? And do you <laughs> see do you see a future uh, for for Fuller for full for the Full House franchise? Like. Could we see more Fuller House or could we see a Fuller's House? What do you think? What are your thoughts on that? That is the best question I have ever gotten asked genuinely. What is Jackson doing right now? Like like right in this day and age? That is so – that's such a great question. Um, I don't – woof. So where we left off, I was um, – I had just gotten into – uh college and i was going to become a computer programmer which funnily enough um i'll tell you a little something a little deviation every season when it started the writers would have a meeting with me sony and elias and we would all talk about what we're up to now like what's going on in our lives especially in the earlier seasons because they would incorporate a lot of that i mean sony being a dancer on the show that was solely because in her artistic life she was uh, a, a dancer um and i told them that i'm a magician and i'm uh I, i'm into i know this is gonna sound weird but i'm into computer hacking as well like i like i i'm i'm, I'm really into like information security like white hat hacking i'm not just breaking into things um but like doing that as a job that was really cool to me learning stuff like that um and so i told them this and 
I was, I remember at one point I was like, please, can you just at one point have Jackson hack into something? That would be the coolest. I don't know why, but that'd be really cool. And so they gave me a full episode where, where uh, DJ has to go heist, you know, that like golden, like statue thing with the yes. little cap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's because <laughs> I had asked for something like that. And then she had to dodge all the lasers, like this mission impossible thing. That was <laughs> definitely a, uh, um, a dream come true for me. So, uh, I believe right now, if I if I really had to say what Jackson is up to, he's definitely right in smack dab in the middle of college. He's got a bunch of friends. He honestly, I would see the spinoff of like uh, Jackson and Ramona and, and Elias. Uh, not I me, mean, Jackson. No, I still. Um, I this is what I believe. I believe Jackson is out in college. He's absolutely thriving. He has a bunch of new friends. Um, he is about one year away from graduating and he's probably going to get a job uh, as, as a, as like a programmer in some capacity, either video games. And he's get, he is going to stumble into a bunch of money. He's going to be some entrepreneur. And um, uh, yeah, that's, that's where I want fullest house to, to pick up is the rest of the crew yep. in college. Um, I, and I feel like Max would be – he's so smart already. He would already be in college. He'd already, he'd already <laughs> skip a bunch of years. Um, is there – and then to the other part of your question, is there an actual like real-world way that Fullest House would work? I want to say yes. I don't think that would happen. I mean the thing that I really was hoping for, like genuinely to happen, would be – a Fuller House uh, holiday special slash movie because they did that with um, Full House. And I would really enjoy something like that or just a little cast get together, like a little reunion of some capacity. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll even take that where Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen happen to come on as well. That would be fantastic. Uh, is that a real possibility? I hope do I genuinely think that's going to happen? I mean, in my wildest dreams, probably. But I'm sure that, that, that the cast will get together and do something really special uh, sometime in the very near future. Because I miss them. I do. And I, I know they, we all miss each other. But, so you've, you've had so many great roles, uh, Fuller House commercials, the, uh, theaters. What have you taken away from the audition process? And uh, what have you learned about auditioning in general? About auditioning? Yes. Like what experiences yeah. have you taken away from auditioning? What lessons have you learned about the audition process? And what's it like auditioning after COVID? Is it, you know, compared to what it was before the pandemic? That's also a great question. Um, I don't get asked that a lot either. How is auditioning now? And what have I learned? Uh, auditioning in general is a very... I've learned a ton because I went right after Fuller House ended. Um, I was I was out auditioning for roles, and I was and, and and I'm with a big agency, and I was getting these roles for uh, I, I was getting these auditions for roles that I realized I couldn't play. I I had this much range with because I've been playing Jackson for so long, and you can only do so much. And Jackson is I mean, I'll let you know a little secret. Jackson is so close to how I already am as a person. Like I really I really don't have to stretch that far. I mean literally so much inspiration was taken just from crap I do in my normal life. Um so um 
that really wasn't a stretch for me to play. And then I realized that I sucked. I was like, wow, I really am not, I don't have like the acting chops to, to, to go out and audition. So I went to college for two years, an acting college. Um, I say acting college, it makes it sound better, but it's it's an acting school. It's a private school uh, called the Sanford Meisner Center. I graduated from that, their two-year program, and it was hard. It was really difficult, and I learned what it meant to be an actor. I learned what it meant to audition, and after that, I, I realized that um, there's there's a certain amount of excellence you have to have in in auditioning and um, the actual process of auditioning before that you know going in person uh, just the basic stuff that, that that you learn you know you have to learn how to take um, you, you have to learn how to be okay with not getting every role you have to learn how to that 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 in this industry you know the amount that that you put in is the amount that you're gonna get out and sometimes you'll lose roles to things that have nothing to do with your performance you know it really is a crapshoot and you can only do what you can do and so when I realized that especially after Meisner training um, and I started auditioning for stuff I was like the only thing I can do is make this audition excellent and that is all the rest of it is completely up to whatever happens and you make this little piece of art and then you send it off into the void and it may or may not come back to you. So that is the thing you have to get really comfortable with, especially in terms of making it as an actor, because it can suck. Mm -hmm. it, it can suck to feel that way. But professional working actors know they have this sense about them that it's, you know, that's how it is. That's how it goes. It ebbs and flows. And when you get paid, you get paid and then when you don't, you don't. And then you have to have some other job. Uh, you have to have some, some survival job in, in the backup. So uh, really it is difficult for people who don't want to give up that amount of control over their lives. Um, so the auditioning process is – for me, I'm comfortable with it now. It's fine. Uh, it just – do I wish every day, every night that I would hear some more feedback and I could have some more control over it? Yes, but that's me being a control freak. And uh, that's just that's just how it is. So hopefully that I, I, I roundabout answer the question. Hopefully. Well, that's 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 amazing. That's an amazing answer. And yeah. So based you, you you've had this big show, Fuller House, uh, you're you're you, you're beloved by many fans worldwide. Uh, what's what's your experience like? You know, dealing with fans, and what uh, where do you see yourself going with your acting career uh, in in the future? Like, what are your dreams and and um, uh, with your acting career going forward? Yeah. Um, so for dealing with the fans, I at first it was really awesome. It still is awesome, but at first it was like this shock of wow, there are so many. There are hundreds of adoring people who are making fan pages for me, and they really love the show. And it was, wow, that's really great that I can just make people's day by make doing what I love, you know, existing, you know, playing this role really well, and and being a relatable person um, that that people go, wow, that's like me, or you know, that that's something I go through, mm -hmm. and that's a really important responsibility to a, a, as an actor is to be able to um, handle the reactions that you get from fans, whether it's good or bad, because I mean, side note, people who play villains and stuff and people who get hated 
who get hated for doing a role is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's that's I, I a lot of people don't understand, you know, what what it's all about. So I'm glad that I have a lot of very adoring fans and a lot of fans who are big um, supporters of me and the show. And I'm very grateful all around. I handle them a, a, as best as I can. I mean, I remember in the very beginning, I was trying to reply to everyone and I was like, thank you. But then it just becomes way too much. And um, you, you understand that you can only, you know, you, you can only do what, what you can do. And mm-hmm. now I feel bad. I'm going to let you in. I, I feel bad because I am not the, the main way that I can interact with my fans is on social media. And I suck at social media, dude. I, I, I find it very degrading it takes up a lot of unnecessary amounts of time for me and that was the way i used to see it now i see it more as like a business platform in a way that i can communicate with my fans but for a long time there i just sucked at 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 at, at being on social media period and that mm-hmm. meant that the fans also did not hear anything from me and so um i've been awol from my fans and that's and that's ma- that that makes me a little sad so right now i I want I I truly want to get back and talk to them and I hope they still like me. Um, that would be that, that that would be great. Uh, but um, how do I deal with the fans? Yeah, that's that's how I deal with my fans. With I I try to I try to interact with them as much as I can. I I just haven't been recently. Um, then there was another part of your question. You had a second. What was the second uh-huh. you said? Where, where do you see yourself going as an actor? Uh, you know, what are your dreams uh, as an actor in the acting uh, business go, uh, going forward? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Oh, man, I have roles in my head that I love to play. I have jobs that I love to do, things that I love to create. Um, in my fantasy, I want a couple things. Uh, I, I I want to, well, not even in my fantasy. I, ha- I have my like realistic fantasy, and then I have like my fantasy fantasy. In my realistic, wh- where I want to go is everyone knows me as Jackson right now, but I feel like in the last couple of years, I've really been honing in on my craft, and I want to uh, branch out at more dramatic roles, like do a movie, do mm-hmm. a do 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 a serious role where I actually have to be someone different. Uh, and not Jackson, and everyone can see that I have a range. I have a range of acting abilities now. And um, in my fantasy role, I want to play a villain so bad. I want to be a charismatic devil. I want to have some some uh, edge. Uh, I, I, I remember I auditioned for this one role. It was the most beautiful role, and I didn't get it. I was this, I was this teen demon thing that was so like grossly charismatic that's what i want uh like a bond villain that's cool to me um and in terms of taking my acting to another level it's just difficult because it just comes your way when it comes your way the stuff that i'm the, the stuff that i'm really driving home right now are things that i'm actually in control of meaning i'm writing stuff um i'm also doing a lot of uh improv uh, I play Dungeons and Dragons professionally, oh, so that's, awesome. that's yeah, yeah. So I'm um, uh, I'm a I'm a dungeon master, meaning I get to I get to write this world and I get to play a bunch of different characters. So that keeps me sharp in terms of acting, but it doesn't necessarily, you know, the roles I get to play. Uh, they 
I can't spawn them out of thin air and then they end up on a screen somewhere. It has to happen from another person. But the things that I that I want to do for myself, I am doing. Um, so that, that that question is tough to ask because I wish I could say this is what I'm going to do and you're going to see me do great. it. But yeah, it just depends. Now, uh, leading to my next question, you're uh, uh, let's get outside of acting for uh, for about a minute. What what are your interests and hobbies outside of acting? Like, what are your personal interests and hobbies? What do you like to do outside of work? Yeah. Um, well, I touched on it a little bit right now. Uh, I play dun Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and, and, what is, and what is Dungeons and Dragons for those who don't know what it is? Yeah, sure. So, so Dungeons and Dragons is a tabletop role-playing game. Uh, essentially, you... Um, get with some of your friends and you all have characters and you improv as that character in the world um, and your character has abilities and stuff that they can do and then there's the game master who creates the circumstances the given imaginary circumstances that you're in and uh, uh, i'm actually right now i'm very proud of this uh of this setup i have here i'll actually show you i'm right now sitting at my uh dungeon dragons table um this is this is what i have going on uh, oh, so this cool. is like yeah, so this is a TV screen uh, in the in the table, meaning oh, wow. that I, I can project uh, like digital maps in there and okay. stuff. Yeah, and so they, they, they can put their little figurines on the map mm -hmm. and they can uh, um, move it around. So I say, oh, you've just entered a dungeon, like, you know, you can go around find, finding treasure and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's a that, that's a pretty big hobby of mine. Um, I'd say it's actually leaning more into I'm getting I'm getting paid for it now. Uh, Yes, so so that and the other thing I do that is uh, less of a hobby, more of a profession as well is is magic. Oh, wow. I'm also yeah, I'm also a magician. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, out here in Hollywood, there's a place called the Magic Castle. Okay. And it's a uh, it's a exclusive <laughs> magic club. You can get into it. You have to audition. It's a very rigorous audition process. Uh, I, I work there as a magician as well. Um, so between magic D and D and and acting, uh, I'd say I'm. I'd say I'm pretty full. Yeah, I'm pretty full. <laughs> well, that's awesome! Yeah. Well, congratulations on all those uh, amazing successes. Oh, thank you. So my last question to you is: uh, students who are in school right now, uh, who are uh, who are in acting school, what would your advice be to students who want to get into acting or or or, or writing or or producing or anything like that? Just creative endeavors period or acting, yeah yeah acting uh, yeah. who want to get into acting uh, what, what would your advice to people who to students getting into the auditioning process for the first time yeah yeah that's a good uh, that's a good question what would i say um i think a lot of students have this notion that it is uh this magical thing that happens where you will go out for an audition, uh, you, you you hear a lot of these radio, oh, I mean, I used to, right, radio advertisements that go, oh, come with us and you can get auditions for Disney and Nickelodeon and then and then you can be a star. And uh, some people fall into that and they go, oh, yeah, I just go over there, audition, I have the chance to audition for these, you know, TV shows, I'll be famous, it's the, that'll be great. Um, it is so not like that ever, and uh, dispelling that right out the gate is the best thing to do. Just get, just do not see the auditioning process as I'm going to get on a big show right away. 
will it happen? Has it happened? Yes. But in terms of the actual amount of work that you have to put in, the amount of auditions you have to go through, the business infrastructure you have to create for yourself, um, the second mindset shift that I think a lot of people need to if they want to get into the industry and be uh, acting professionally is they have to treat it as a business um, mm -hmm. where they are the CEO, CFO, COO of their business mm -hmm. and they uh, are hiring their agents and their managers. They work for them and you have to have a business infrastructure like, you know, headshots and make everything w with excellence you have to see it as all right this is who i am i am i am a contractor that's basically your your job is a contractor mm -hmm. and uh how do i get work you know i have to be good and i have to have a good business so in terms of the the third thing i'd say the actual being good side like your craft um i was fortunate enough to go to an acting school that i believe was the best of the best, top of the line, you know, really amazing, taught me everything I know. Um, there's going to be a lot of acting classes out there that are great, but they don't teach you the skills that you need in order to do your absolute best. You know, I, I, I'd say, I'd say uh, don't settle on an acting class. Please try as many acting classes as you want. Sometimes you just want it to be a light scene study thing. But if you're looking to get really good at the craft, um, find a place that knows what they're talking about. And also, uh, it, when you study with them, take it seriously. You know, this is something that if you're going to do as your career, you're going to have to sacrifice quite a bit. Right, because, right. Uh, yeah, be, being an actor, uh, I used to tell this. This was the very first thing I, I told people who wanted to get into the industry. I used to say this as a piece of advice as well, is that when I was a kid – I, I would have to skip out on playdates to go audition for things. I would have to get out of school early to, mm -hmm. to go audition for things. It, it disrupts parts of your life um, because you, your responsibilities are, are now at the whim of whenever you get an audition. I mean, like, I have an audition tomorrow. You know, it's like, okay, I have to drop everything. I have to really work on that and then go for it. So uh, just know that you are a business owner. You have to get good at your craft, and you're going to have to give up a lot in order to pursue this dream. But at the end of the day, if you if you really need it, if you really need to be an actor and you want it that bad, you will succeed and you will be fulfilled. That's how I feel about it. Well, that's amazing, and, and I appreciate you sharing that and uh, that advice. And uh, I just want to say thank you for coming on to the podcast again. You were an amazing guest. You, your answers were just fantastic and and just so well-rounded and just amazing. So uh, I appreciate it, and uh, I hope to have you back on again. And, and thank you again for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate it. You're very welcome, buddy. Thank you.